We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is March 18th, it's 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the, the one of the hottest live qualifier finalists in the industry, Dre. What's happening, my man? What's going on, Stevie? How's everything going? Uh, it's It's peachy, man. Like what else? What else is there to you know talk about? It's peachy. Yeah, I feel you definitely. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to be here myself, you know. And hopefully, I can you know have a better night than I'm having tonight. But you know, you gotta have those nights to have those good nights. Are you okay? There is no way you're gonna come on here and complain about having a bad night. <laughs> what, what have you won? Like three tickets in the last like four or five days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely it was like three tickets in the past like five days. I, it was. That's unbelievable. I wasn't expecting that. I was um, expecting that to happen, but I just got lucky, I guess, um, with putting the right lineups in the right spots, and it just all hit and came together correctly. All right. You guys know Dre is Drizzy26 over there on FanDuel, plays a lot on FanDuel. Um, we're going to break down this slate. We've got six games. Before we do that, we are brought to you guys by Monkey Knife Fight. we got an awesome promo going on with Monkey Knife Fight right now. we got a bracket mania posted um sponsored by monkey knife fight the link will be in the the podcast description i filled out my bracket today i did two brackets i did the company one that we always do and i did the monkey mania one um did have you done it yet dre have you if you filled out your bracket no i haven't yet i'm i'm gonna be doing a lot of research tonight and get it in um by this evening so um hopefully i can i'm used to be good at those things actually when i when i was in like high school but then 
haven't done one in a while, so it's gonna be a little. Then bit Then you started researching too much. Um, <laughs> that's how you get bad at those things. No, mm-hmm. um, so make sure you guys are checking that out. We got twenty five hundred dollars in prizes. Um, awesome, free to play, um, free premium for the top twenty five finishers. Um, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Like I said, I filled out my bracket and um, Gonzaga. That's who I got. That's that's my that, that's my um, it's my winner there. I got Gonzaga. Um, so there you go. If they if they lose, you know I'm out. So. Let's get into it. We got six games to talk about here in the NBA streets. We start with Utah at Washington. No total in this game. It is a back-to-back for Washington, so we'll be waiting on injury news. See if Westbrook and Beal and these guys are playing on the second end. And then on the Utah side, Mike Conley's out. Um, so obviously something to note there. Dre, let's start with the Utah side. Um, what do you like here for the Jazz? Um, I know this is going to be a good game environment as far as um. A fast pace up and down. So I, I definitely like um, Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson a lot. Um, and I can't forget about um, Joe Ingles. Those are like my three top targets, especially now with um, Mike Conley being out. Um, a little bit of Bogdanovich too. Um, not really so much though. Um, as his price being like 5,900, but I like Joe Ingles at a like much cheaper price. And he tends to do better when um, Mike Conley's out. Um, also, one um, I really, really, really do like um, Gobert a lot today too. Um, I think he might be someone that we have to might have to um, put a bit ahead of everyone else, most centers tonight. But um, we have to see, you know, how everything else shakes out because there's a deep center slate from when I looked at earlier. Yeah, we got Vooch at New York, Cat against Phoenix. Um, like you mentioned, Gobert here at Washington. We'll have to wait and see on the news for Atlanta. Um, you know, definitely a lot of spots that we're potentially looking at here for center. So, um, yeah, I think Mike Conley being out is somewhat interesting here for the Jazz. Um, Mitchell is kind of expensive, but it's a great matchup against Washington. You know, we like we like Joe Ingles when he gets to play like a point guard role and maybe he gets like second team usage point goal point guard role type of um, minutes in this one because they don't really have like a third backup point guard. Like it, it's angles. Um, that's what the jazz use him for. So um, I, I think he could have some, you know, solid usage with that second unit. What are we looking at here for the wizards? Also, hold on one more play too. This is a FanDuel place. Um, I think specific that it might be like a good GPP play is uh, Royce O'Neal, um, just because of the turnovers. Because I think Russell Westbrook and um, Bill are going to play tomorrow on a back-to-back. But um, the turnovers amount that, you know, Russell Westbrook has per game is tend to be really high. So Royce O'Neal could pick up a lot of steals in that game and a lot of blocks. So that's one one um, sneaky GPP play, I would say, uh, from that side. And But from the um, Washington perspective, it's only two plays I would consider, and that's just Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Um, more so probably Westbrook because Beal's been on a little bit of a cold streak, but um, just from like watching the games and seeing how things are going, Westbrook has been more aggressive by far than Bradley Beal lately, which is a little bit surprising to me. Um, and I don't I have to look into it a little bit more. I just want to see if they're staggering in minutes or not because um, I don't think that they are as much as they were probably at the beginning of the season. Um. Yeah. Like I obviously, I want to see if both these guys are going to play and what comes out 
news wise, um, you know, from the Washington game on Wednesday night, we're recording and the game's done. Like it, it finished before we started. It was a really close game, like right down to the wire type of game. Westbrook had another good game. Alex Lynn played 24 minutes in the game, had a decent game. Like you're, you're really kind of flirting with him, but we're all in NATO um, 27 minutes. That's definitely something to continue to pay attention to when it comes to Washington because he is cheap. Uh, so he's someone that's super interesting if he's going to get those type of minutes. So that's something that we'll be paying attention to. OKC at Atlanta. No total in this game because half the team for both sides is questionable. Um, Baisley's out. Dort's questionable. Hill's out. Malden's questionable. Capella's questionable. Dunn's out. Hunter is out. Reddish is out. Let's start with the Thunder. You know, the other night, Moses Brown absolutely crushed for us. Um, Al Horford's going to be back in this game. You know, Baisley's still out, but Al Horford out. Um, what are we looking at here for the Thunder? Yeah, I really wish Moses Brown was playing and starting today. He had a phenomenal night last time out. Um, on the Thunder, it's just like with all the – it depends on how the news shakes out because a lot of a lot of injuries play – playing a factor, but um, on DK, looking at the price of Shy, he's at 9K now. That's that's a little bit expensive to be paying for Shy, but the matchup is good, and he has a potential. We all know he has the upside, but I would see, you know, if that's something we want to consider playing, maybe like in like GPPs, definitely as a deep flyer. Um, and, and this Al Horford, um, he's at 6,300, and depending on the center situation, because if Atlanta is without – um, Capella, then it should be open season for Al Horford if he gets the if he gets the a lot in minutes. But other than that, I think that's everything else on that side that I could pick from. Okay, see. Yeah, gosh, like SGA is always a guy that's going to get the the usage for this team. Um, it, it's just he's nine K, and like, what justifies his price? Like one good game against the Spurs the other night. Like he really hasn't had like too many stellar games like he's gone for over 50 in two of the matchups against the Spurs in the last eight games but outside of that like he's he had a 45 against Dallas like I just the 9k price tag is is tough to swallow um when you're looking at him and he's had some good matchups he faced Atlanta he shot nine for 16 he had a decent game put up 40 fantasy or 38 and 0.75 fantasy points it's just Overall, I think that when you're looking at the Thunder, there's so many moving pieces for this team right now that it's just tough to kind of figure out where you want to end up. If Malden doesn't play, Ty Jerome's super interesting. Um, he's going to get minutes. He's 4,300. He's just super interesting. But outside yeah. of that, man, like, do we could do we keep taking shots on Kendrick Williams, hoping he's going to play? Maybe if Dort doesn't play, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but what, I also thought about it. What about Sveig? Is Sveig supposed to be active and back this game? Because if he is, if he's going to play around like 27 minutes or 25, 27 minutes at 3,500 on DK, he might be a good play, especially if, especially if Melodon is out. Yeah, so I don't know. I think he's not on the injury report. They said that there's a good chance that he's going to be available to make his debut in this game. So mm-hmm. I think, I think Civi plays and like, that's another mouth to feed. Like, so maybe Ty Jerome isn't as great. Like, you know, there's so many moving pieces here with the thunder. I like that call though. 3,500. Um, he makes a ton of sense. 
Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, let's talk about the Atlanta side. A lot of question marks here. What are we looking at here for the Hawks? I mean, you get Trey Young at, on DK at 9.9. Um, and I think he's like 8.8 on FanDuel from when I looked at it earlier today. That's if he should just be played on just play him on FanDuel. He's he's too good of a play. He's too cheap and underpriced for this matchup. He can easily smash on DK. He's a, he's a little bit overpriced in my opinion, but he can still have the upside in in this matchup too. But I don't know also how close this game is going to be. Um, but also barring if Capella's out, then it will it might be close. But also if Capella is out, um, since I was on that topic now. I like Kevin Herter a lot, and I like uh, like um, uh, what's his name, Danilo Gallinari. Those are the two players I I like heavy a lot, especially if Capella's out tomorrow. Um, they get this obviously see an uptick in usage and minutes, and they're already playing a lot of minutes right to begin with. But um, it's just a perfect spot for them, especially against the OKC uh, Thunder. Um, that's pretty much what I like from that team. Uh, I, I I can't get on Bogdanovich yet. I think he's just not playing enough minutes to be uh, valuable yet. Even at, even at 4,100, you can still see it maybe an upside, but I don't think he's there yet. Um, Man, Gallinari, like, we finally got to see, like, a ceiling game from him. Like, we've been kind of flirting around. Um, you know, he had that big game against Orlando right before the All-Star break where they gave him the minutes, and then they came back, and, like, they had a really close game with Toronto. It was – you know, and then they, like – they had two games that like weren't very close. And then the Houston game was close until the very end. So I think like, if you expect this game to stay close, Gallinari, like he has massive amount of upside here for 6,100 and it's about time. Um, you're definitely going to be paying attention to the Capella news that it's huge news. Like Capella being in or out is huge news on this slate. Um, so pay attention to that. We go, we move on here. We got Orlando at New York, no total in this game. Cole Anthony's out. Ennis is out. Fultz is out. Uh, Isaac's out. Um, Ross is questionable. AG is questionable. And Fournier questionable. So three of the main pieces on this offense are questionable. Um, and then on the New York side, Peyton's doubtful. Quickly's questionable. Rivers is out. Robinson's out. And Rose is out. <laughs> Let's start with the magic. Um, yes, we're going to try to break this thing down the night before. <laughs> Um, first of all, I forgot Stevie. One more play from Atlanta. Oh, okay. John Con- John Collins. I didn't bring up John Collins. I know you're not a big fan of him and playing him, but he he at seventy two hundred and seventy five hundred um on the respective sites, he can definitely be a great GPP play and a great upside play, especially if Capella sits. There you go, John Collins. Um, listen. He's he's okay, like especially if Capella's out, like he's okay. I, I can get behind him. All right, this, this, you know, this has to throw him out there. I know you, you know, no, you're not the biggest. It's okay, fan. now you now you get to talk about <laughs> now you get to talk about my Orlando Magic. Yeah, now the Magic. Um, New York is a tough, tough matchup. Um, definitely like Vucevic a lot. Um, this this should be no one to hold them to stop him. If Aaron Gordon plays, I think his I think. For the minutes he's playing, playing around what 22, 25 minutes right now, and the easing him back in at sixty six hundred on DK, I think it's a little bit too expensive, um, and a little bit out of the price range because you're not going to be able to get the ceiling that he can um, potentially have. Um, Michael Carter Williams too, five five seven, it's a little bit too high, even though it can be a great price today. Um, 
And then depending on yeah, waiting on everything shakes out is going to really determine everything. If if Fournier sits and Aaron Gordon sits though, uh, Terrence Ross becomes a great play. Even at six seven sixty seven hundred is a little bit expensive to play to pay for him. I know. But that upside and the amount of shots he's going to take is just going to be out of this world. So I, I like that if both of them sit. But if they're all in, then it's just really more so Vucevic for me um, and maybe Evan Fournier and a little bit of Michael Carter-Williams in tournaments, but not really so much. Listen, I've gotten to the point um, where I- I'm just not playing anybody besides Vuce at this point. Like, and I'm a Magic fan. I watch the games. And, like, even at 10-1, Vooch is questionable. Like, he's a guy in games that he shows up and he wants to shoot, he'll shoot 25 times and he has 60-plus point upside. Um, The games that he is just like, all right. Like, those are the types of games that, like, he just crushes you because he puts up, you know, 15 to 18 shots and he puts up 40 to 50 fantasy points. And 50 is okay at 10K, but it's not, like – it's, it's not enough just, on the slate. It's not enough. Even on like a six game slate where raw points are, are going to matter a little bit on this slate, but at 10 K you're going to need 60. Like you're just going to need 60 and Vooch can get 60. If Fournier sits, if Ross sits, if AG sits, all right, then we can look at stuff. We can look at Dwayne Bacon. We look at Michael Carter Williams. We can start looking at some of these guys. Um, but you're going to have to be paying attention to the news. And then you go to the other side of this game, you got the Knicks where they might not have a point guard. Like realistically, everybody might be out and like Frankie Nick Lakina might play 50 minutes. Um, all joking aside, he's he, he would have to play a lot of minutes in this game. If quickly's out, if like, if quickly's out, like who else like, kind of plays point guard here it would be nick lakina right like he would yeah, be the be, guy it'd be nick lakina um alex berg actually played a lot of point guard too um in the last game against philadelphia so uh, it would be i think he would be the initial probably starting point guard and then nick lakina will come off the bench I, I still don't think tom Thibodeau likes nick lakina if he has to play him he will but i think they also might give him a little bit more ball handling duties to rj barrett you know if especially if um, all those other point guards are out. So it, it really is going to be a tricky situation. I would just pay attention to the news for that and see what happens. But I, but if but if all the guards are out, I definitely like Alex Burks. Nick Lakina, like you said, the minutes are going to – he's going to have to play the minutes, but I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. I can see maybe solid 15, maybe 20. But also at that price, at 3000 a mid-price, he can, he can have like 20, 25 fantasy points in that type of matchup. So it just really depends on the situation and how the news shakes out with that. Um, I can't get behind playing Julius. I mean, I can. It's hard to say that I can't get behind playing Julius Randle, but 10K. That's a that's a steep price. I never thought I would see the day with Julius Randle's 10K. It might not be enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the usage is insane for Julius Randle right now. Over 50 fantasy points in four of the last five games, and the game that he didn't was against Milwaukee, and they got stomped. So. At like Randall, his usage is just nuts right now. Um, the other night against Brooklyn, he took 27 shots. Um, you know, the first time these two teams have played twice this season. Um, and, and like he has averaged 19 shots a game in those two games, so it, it's like, all right, it, it's kind of like right on that. Um, 
right on that verge. Like, like Vooch and Randall, if you get like a super competitive game, could each both go crazy in this one. So I think those are the guys that you're potentially looking at um, in, in this one. On the New York side, like you're obviously going to be paying attention to like who's going to be active playing point guard. I think that's huge. Um, if quickly plays at 6,300, I don't know. Um, I just the the ankle bothers me. He gets ten minutes in the game and the ankle gets sore. They're gonna le- let him keep going. This is a guy they've handled with kid gloves all year. I don't know. I don't even know. Like at sixty three hundred, is he gonna beat me? Like that that's kind of what I'm looking at with quickly. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he'll beat you at sixty three hundred. I think his price is especially on DK. I think it's maybe a little bit. It's a little bit high, but if he, it, but you never know. But I, I just, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I, I like other options and other guard options in the later games that have that are going to be a lot more of a faster pace and a lot more upside too. New Orleans at Portland. All right, we go from like seven thirty games to like ten o'clock games, so we're gonna have like a huge gap in between the 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 six games. Like, there's three early, three late. That's that's fun as far as like the sweat goes. Um, I'll be sleeping by the time these 10 o'clock games get over. New Orleans at Portland, 241 total. Portland favored by one. Reddick's out. Collins and Nurkic are out. Same same suspects here. We'll start with New Orleans. Um, what do you like here for the Pelicans? Uh, this might be my favorite game to stack on the whole slate. Um, I, I love, like, Lonzo Ball, Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Josh Hart. Like, th- those are the key players I'm targeting from this team. Um, and even just from watching the, the game when they played last time, um, Nick, um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker at 4,200, he got hot from the field in the same matchup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to put him in the game again, especially playing more minutes um, and see how, especially with J.J. Redick out, he's going to probably play, I'll probably say 20, 25 minutes. He can definitely be a sleeper in GPPs and win you a tournament, especially if he's getting hot from the field and he's just lighting it up from three, uh, which pretty much happened last game. Um, but, yeah, those are, like, the key main pieces. I, I love Zion today. There's no way around that. Brandon Ingram at 8,100 is too cheap in this matchup for his upside, in my opinion. I think he's almost a guarantee, like, 40 to 45 minimum. Um, and you can even throw Steven Adams in there if you want to, but I'm not the hugest fan of him. I'd rather go with the other guys and play also Josh Hart, um, who I, who you know is going to also get a lot more minutes to with J.J. Reddick being out too. So those are like the main pieces I like on that side. You know, like Zion's always the guy that I'm super interested in here. And the fact that he's had a couple bad games recently makes him even more interesting. Like this game was super competitive the other night. He had a decent game and put up 47 fantasy points. Um, I, I think this is a type of matchup that it, it's just going to be an absolute shootout again. And the fact that like Zion has the ceiling that he has, like he has to be in consideration. I don't think you play Brandon Ingram and Zion together, but I definitely could see playing one or the other in this spot. And, you know, I, I talked about Lonzo Ball the other day and he had a great game. I'm not patting myself on the back, but I definitely think he is someone you could look at in large field tournaments. Again, this is the same matchup. Portland is just not a team that's playing a ton of defense. And then we go to the Portland side and 
CJ McCollum came back and played 26 minutes. Oh, was I wrong? Um, here, here's the other end of like, um, you know, patting yourself on the back. Like I said, I would be shocked if CJ McCollum played more than 18 minutes. He played 26. Um, I'm not even going to guess here what we're looking at. He came off of a broken foot and played 26 minutes. I wouldn't be shocked if he played 26, 27, 28, 30, 15. Um, what are your thoughts here on Portland? Yeah, it's kind of hard um, to gauge season McCollum. Um, him specifically, with his price been at seventy four hundred on, on on DraftKings, I think he's like eighty five on on FanDuel. I, I I can't get behind it just because I don't know. Like unless you want to take that chance and shot in the dark, yes, on GPPs. But I can't get behind it just for the simple fact of. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know the minutes. He's still coming off that, like you said, we're coming off the broken foot. It could be any, he could play anything and, or he could, you know, they might want to ease him in. He could have some pain. It could rest him. Um, so it's just a number of different options that could happen depending on the slate um, and also how he, how he performs. Um, or, well, not perform how he's feeling, I should say, sorry. Um, but like the only person I could play from Portland and this is a stretch, but it's not really a stretch. It's Damian Lillard. Like, 11K is a lot to pay for him, but he's proven why a time, again, time and time again he is worth that price. It's just outperforming it, especially in this match that's going to be super competitive and super fast and up-tempo. Um, and also, Rob, Robert Covington, he's still – I was worried about the minutes, but he's still getting the minutes. He's playing 37 – he played 37 minutes last time against New Orleans – so and this matchup, I like it again for him. Um, and at sixty one hundred, he's the, I think he's also a good price to to play too. Oh man, I just like Lillard <laughs> again. I was super wrong. I was like, oh, McCollum's coming back. Can't play Lillard at uh, ten eight, and then he went for seventy five. Um, these are the types of games that he gets up for. I am still worried like I was the other day about Lillard with McCollum back just in general at 11 K. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Um, I can't do it. I, I, I want to, and I know the ceilings there, but I feel like people are going to chase the 75 point game and he could go absolutely bonkers in this spot again. But man, if if I get like a, a forty five point night from him, I, I'm so ahead of the field. True, true. It, and but I also don't think he's going to be owned a lot because he's eleven k. I think everyone's going to probably try to go to like the Lebrons of the world and go to maybe like Chris Paul, who who's also in a good matchup, and maybe Cat. I, I feel like I feel like Lillard's going to be like the lower owner of the out of the studs because just because of price alone. Because like you said, it's a six game slate and roll points are going to matter more. And yeah, they're going to see the seventy-five point uh, fantasy point game, but I just don't, I just can't see that when they know that there's a lot of easier matchups. You know, I guess we will have to just see how everyone else thinks about it. Oh, Lillard, <laughs> just, he's, he, he's tricky. Like he he's easily gonna break the slate or just kind of do okay, and, and like. I'm a tournament dude. I, I play one tournament lineup a night, most nights. And like, if he beats me, he beats me. I move on to the next night. If he doesn't, I'm ahead of the field. And I think taking a stand on him is nice. But if I'm taking a stand on him, I got to be looking elsewhere a little bit. Um, 
you mentioned Covington. I think Covington's super interesting, even at 6,100. Um, and man, dare I say take a shot on CJ McCollum? I- I'm so shocked he played 70, like he, he played 26 minutes the other night. I just maybe we wait one more game. Yeah. I think, well, I think if you're going to play him, play him on DraftKings um, as, at that price. But on FanDuel, I think it's like 8,500. He's out of play for me over there. But on DraftKings, I could definitely see, yes, taking a shot over there on him for sure. Uh, moving on, we got Minnesota at Phoenix, 228 total. Phoenix favored by 10.5. Um, Beasley's out. Culver's doubtful. McCollin's out. Russell's out. Um, Cam Johnson's out. And Nader's questionable on the for- on the Phoenix side. Uh, is there anything that stands out to you from Minnesota? No. Only person I would, would consider playing on Minnesota, honestly, is probably Cat, uh, um, just because the matchup it should be good for him against Aiton. But that's really about it. I can't see myself playing no one else. Anthony Edwards is a little bit priced up for me. Um, and this matchup at 7100 and the defense is going to be it's going to be pretty good, but with the minutes and the shots are going to be there, so those are only two players I would consider. Um, maybe even get a little bit of splash of Ricky Rubio because he's playing the minutes and playing heavy minutes, but those are like the main three people I can see myself getting behind in this game. Yeah, I just I don't think this game stays close. Um, I think that's the biggest thing for me. And I think the only guy that I have someone interested in is Jalen Noel and his interest is even kind of slim for me because I don't know. I I think he plays right. Like he played 28 minutes, um, last Thursday against New Orleans in a 30 point game. Um, I just, I, I think he plays no matter what. And if that happens, like. Yeah. He, he's he's what I like to call blowout proof. So he he'll he'll play regardless whether it's whether it's a close game or it's not a close game. Um, and his prices come up on on DraftKings, but yeah, I still think he's in play for sure because that reason alone. Um, Phoenix man, like usually we're so excited to play teams against Minnesota. Um, if this game somewhat stays close, Phoenix could have big games here, especially because like Booker and Paul are both under eight K. Yes, definitely. I, Chris Paul is definitely like the the main player. I want to try to get into like a lot of my lineups, even though he's a little bit expensive, but it, it, he's worth it with the upside he can put out. And this is in a short amount of time just for them to get the win against this game. Um, and, and Booker, too, under AK, like you said, he's always worth the shot just because you we know what he can do. His upside is limitless. So um, those are the main two pieces I can see myself going with on this team. Um, like you said, I don't think it's going to be close. So it's kind of hard to want to take other pieces from this game. Maybe I can't uh, – I would say maybe even someone like uh, Sarik a little bit, but – I, I, that's about it. If anyone else I would go with, other than that, I can't see myself getting get behind anyone else on, on Phoenix. <laughs> and, and like, even at him, like you're using a center spot for him on DraftKings. So it's like, I, I don't even know if I could do that on, on DK because it's just using that center spot on a guy that could potentially play 20 minutes and put up 20 fantasy points. It's, it's just tough. Um, this is a tough one. I think, like, if you're taking shots on Towns or Edwards or any of those guys on Minnesota, 
run it back with a Chris Paul, run it back with a Booker, hope the game stays close overall. You get that close game and you get the ceiling of Booker and Paul under 8K against Minnesota. Yes, definitely. That, that's the easiest way to do it for sure. And take and take Phoenix plus ten and a half um, if you're doing that because <laughs> that's, what you got, that's what you're hoping for if that happens. We finish it out with Charlotte at LA taking on the Lakers two twenty seven and a half total. Uh, Lakers favored by six and a half in this game. No injury report for Charlotte, so we'll wait and see if there's any news that comes out there. Doubt it happens. Caruso's out. Ad's out. Um, Dudley's out. And Gasol's out for the Lakers. What are we looking at here for the Hornets? Hornets. LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, and PJ Washington. Those are like my those are the main players. Like to me, you should have at least one of those players in your lineup. Like this game against the Lakers, I think it's gonna be competitive. It's gonna be close to the end. And I really, I really honestly I know LaMelo's expensive at 80, 83 a little bit, but I like the price. I like the upside. I I like going even with like a little bit of a game stack with like Lamelo, Terry, and then running it back with like a LeBron or even like a Harrell. Um, it's it's just it, this game is going to be probably. I feel like everyone's going to be trying to target this game a lot, but for good reason. It's the most competitive game on the slate. Probably the probably the best game on the slate next to the New Orleans game, but like Lamelo and Terry to me. It, those are just the two great plays, and along with uh, Gordon Hayward for sure as like um, top plays, and then PJ Washington as a secondary. Gordon Hayward, man, um, always like playing him. I, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna continue to take a stand on Lamelo for a couple more games because in a couple more games he's going to be cheap enough that we can start playing him again. But like he he makes me a little nervous here. Like it is the second end of a back to back, and maybe. They sit um, Graham on the second end of a back-to-back after coming off injury, and you can take sh- more shots on LaMelo, but they're getting crushed by Denver right now. Um, so we'll have to kind of wait and see how that kind of plays out. But pay attention. Obviously, like Graham's coming off of a, an injury where he was out for a few games, and if they don't let him play on the second end of a back-to-back or if Hayward's out on the second end of a back-to-back, then you're jumping all over LaMelo ball here at 8,300, um, you know, Dre, you just you got to be paying attention. You got to have that Rotor Grinders app so like you get the alerts. Oh yeah, no, I do. I definitely do have that app up. Uh, always, definitely for sure. So it, it's I'm gonna pay attention to news for sure. But I, I can't see. I mean, what, what was Graham's injury again? He he hurt his foot. Was it his foot or his leg? I'm pretty sure I, it was a foot. It was a knee. No, it was knee, wasn't it? Hold on, let me look. I, I think it was his knee. Now it was a kneecap me. injury. Because I'm trying to think how realistic of a possibility he sits sits on the back to back. Because, but if he does sit though, that would definitely like you. You can't not like him a lot more. Not because yeah, of that like reason. yeah. I think not only is it a back to back, isn't it three and four? I think it's three and four. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah. So. Yes, I think you're. Yeah, because they right. played on the fifteenth. They played Sacramento, so it's a three and yes. four, and it's the second end of. I think Graham potentially sits here. I wouldn't be surprised um, if he does, but he, yeah, but he's played every single game. I think, but his minutes might be extremely limited if he does. So it, I'd, I still like taking this chance on Lamelo Ball in this and see what happens. Yeah, and also like. 
Graham is at like 10 minutes right now, and they're they're down by 17 in the third quarter. So, like, maybe he doesn't in the play third as quarter? many in the third oh, yeah. quarter. Yeah, he's so. going to – they're not going to bring him back probably. No, he's in the game right now. There's oh, okay. seven minutes to go in the third, and they're down 17. So, he's in the game right now. He's at around 10 minutes. So, it's just – we should get this news. We might not get it before seven o'clock lock, but we'll get this news. And there's three games you can kind of play around with um, on this ten o'clock area. Um, the Lakers side of things here, you know, LeBron ten seven, everybody out, and um, we're getting like point guard LeBron. Um, you know, triple doubles now in back to back games. This is another matchup that he could definitely exploit. Um, what are your thoughts on the Lakers? Yeah, LeBron's just an easy play. Um, I, I really also love Hair on this matchup. Um, he's been he's been crushing lately. He's been this on a tear. I don't see why it stops tonight. Um, he he should definitely exploit Ty, um, Zeller and be able to take advantage of that matchup when he comes in off the bench. Um, and I also don't mind taking a little bit of a shots on Kyle Kuzma. I know he's a little bit priced up at six K, but just in minutes he's going to play, and, and we already know who's who. Majority is out. It should be he, – he should be good because Morris is out too, yeah. So, the minutes should be guaranteed for Kuzma. So, at 30 minutes of Kyle Kuzma against Charlotte, he should I, – I hope – I don't want to say – I want to say he's going to get 30, 50. I mean, I mean, I mean 35, 40 minimum. But it, it, should, it should be – it should be not hard-pressed for him to do that. Um, and also, I like taking GPP shots of, of Talon Horn Tucker. Um, he's someone at 3,900. He's going to, with Caruso out, he's been playing, he played, I think, 28 and 26 minutes on um, the last two games with Caruso being out. So I expect to have the same type of um, um, playing time for him. And he always has the upside. He He's a he's a great, great potential um, GPP winner and sleeper. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, we'll be using DraftKings pricing, and uh, it's always fun. Dre, I always like hearing your side of things, man. Um, hopefully you continue to run hot here. What's your favorite play under 5K to go 7X? I know it's night before, but uh, who are you looking at down here? Under 5K for 7X. You know, I'm gonna take a stand. I'm gonna take a bold pick. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say that all the Nick Nick guards are out, and I'm gonna go with Alec Burks. Well, I should join you and say um, Frankie Nitlakina, um, just to <laughs> just to be on that same stand with you. Um, listen, if 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 we get news that, that happens, um, I, I'm definitely there. I'm gonna go. Ah man, hate it's, it's using. No, I hate using this guy because for so long I was the whisperer. So anytime like I I mention this guy, I get like twenty five tweets when he doesn't hit seven x. I'm gonna go KCP. Um, I think this is a good matchup for him against Charlotte. We know Caruso's out. Um, I think KCP plays twenty seven to thirty minutes in a close game. He's thirty eight hundred. I just need him to hit a few threes at that price. Um, so I'm going to go KCP. Oh, I, I already, I'm already like envisioning all the, all the tweets um, coming my way. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? I'm going to say shy. 
I know he could. I know the matchup was great against Atlanta, but he hasn't. I don't know. He just hasn't performed lately up to the standards he, that you that we expected him this season at all. So, Shai is my 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 pick. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a stand. I'm going Dame. Um, I like I said, I, I'm just I'm taking a stand on him. Like it's just happening. Um, if he goes off, he goes off. If he doesn't, I look like a genius. Um, yeah, like. I was on the wrong side of that last year, so I know. So I, I can't. <laughs> that's a little bit hard to risk. <laughs> um, you're not right every day. Um, uh, I'm, I'm. I've been doing this long enough where it, I think people appreciate taking stands more than being right every day. So, oh, oh, yeah, um, definitely for sure. Uh, favorite six X play. Who do you got today? Uh. THT Taylor Horton Tucker as his favorite six X player um, of the day. Um, I should have put him as my five or X on five K below, but I think he's definitely gonna get six X tomorrow for sure. Um, I, man, if this if this works, if I fade Lillard and I get this game right, I'm gonna go Devin Booker. Um, I like, oh. I could even potentially use him as my let's get weird GPP play of the day, just because I don't think a lot of people are going to play Phoenix today, but I'm going to go Devin Booker 7,900 against Minnesota is just, it just seems too cheap. Like he, he put up 58 against his team earlier this year. Like the ceiling's there. The price is right. Um, I'm going to go Devin Booker. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to say – I don't know how weird it's going to be since we were talking about it, um, but people might not really be on them because of the price point um, uh, being that high. But LaMelo Ball, I don't know how weird he's going to be, um, but I think, but like you said, the way the way we were talking about him, he might not be that high owned. So I, I think he's definitely a weird GPP play. But if you want, but I, yeah, I'll just take a stand with him. Yeah, I, I think his brother Lonzo. Um, I, I think he's super interesting as well. You know, thirty four yeah, the first them. time he played Portland, thirty six the other night, uh, sixty nine hundred. If you can. You can get that top end stuff. Um, oh, like did Sorry. you watch Lonzo the other night? Just like some of the he passes that he had the other night were just insane. Seventeen assists. It, it was it was a it was a beautiful performance by him. It, that that game was a great game. He he's just I don't I think ever since his brother got to the league, he just had to step his game up and wanted to show that you know I am the better brother. I, even though I, even though but he's not. <laughs> I know, he he, but he's trying to. He's he, he's no, trying to show. You, you got to appreciate that, but he's not. <laughs> no, we all know that. Yeah, and and it, it's going to be interesting to see um, what they do because I think he's a perfect fit in New Orleans, but I don't know if he's going to stay on the team. But it, it, it's just a, it's just, he's just he's a great kid. He's a great point guard. I think he has a bright future and still going to be in the league a long time wherever he ends up after this season. Hope he's with New Orleans still though. Um, any contest standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings um today? Uh, uh, since I've been on DraftKings today, um, 
I like the three max two hundred dollar entry. I know it's a little bit pricey, um, but it, it's a great contest. Only three hundred and thirty three people are in the contest. Um, first place pays out at twelve thousand. Second place pays out at eight at eight eight thousand, and third at five thousand. So it, it's even it's it's distributed amount amongst each other evenly. And you have and you only have three lineups to enter in that contest where you can take a chance against the pros and see if you can win. So I like that contest a lot. All right, I always try to find different buy-ins. Uh, if you haven't checked out FanDuel, they have a no-experience players $3 tournament, um, 50 entry max. So if you're mainly a DraftKings player, maybe you need a change. Maybe you need to switch it up a little bit. Um, I, I think this is a really good tournament. If you're a new FanDuel player, uh, take advantage of this. Pays 28% of the field. If you're not a new FanDuel player, they do have a $5 single entry. I really like that as well. And a $1 single entry, so... Today's one of those days I'm just highlighting lower buy-in tournaments for um, different listeners. So try to mix it up. I went high dollar yesterday. I'll go low, low dollar today, and I'll find something in the mid-range tomorrow. Uh, any over-under against the spread that's standing out to you? Um, I'm going to go with the over in the, in the Portland-New Orleans game. Um, all right. I like it. Um, <laughs> give me Minnesota plus ten and a half. Ooh, let's that's go. A bold, that's a bold bet. <laughs> give me the points. It'd probably be like thirteen by the time I wake up in the morning. Um, <laughs> give me the points. Why not? Let's take a shot. Um, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no. Um, or just. Ho- Hopefully, look at the slate. Remember, raw points matter tomorrow, and try to figure out, take some stands, and hopefully make the best play tonight, and hopefully win some money. Uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. Make sure you guys are checking Dre out on Twitter, BXBoogieDre. Um, like I said, he's Drizzy26 over there on FanDuel. Um, crushing it right now, so appreciate you hopping on the podcast today. Dre, we'll have you back. Uh, I think you're back on next week as well, so that wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back on Friday. Make sure you guys are checking out the link in the description for the Monkey Knife Fight um, Bracket Mania Challenge. Again, let, let's go, Gonzaga. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's it for me today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Good luck, everyone, and um, we'll see you then.